Blue Collar Fitness. What is Blue Collar? Blue Collar is a mindset and attitude, and it's work that you can be proud of. I'm Trevor Powers. I'm Connor Burton. And I'm Josh Sargent. Whether you go to the gym, work at the gym, own the gym, or if you're just a creeper pretending to do curls watching girls on the elliptical, this podcast is for you, even you. Do we have any questions? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Welcome to the episode of Blue Collar Fitness. We're on episode 17, and we have a question and answer for you guys today. All the questions Q&A. answered by yours truly, and Connor Burton, Trevor Powers, and Dave Shep. Guys, let's get to these questions. But first of all, what's new? We haven't had a... Uh, I was going to say, let's not family. get to the questions yet. Let's talk about us. Right, we haven't had a family episode in quite some time. Hi, family. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of family, uh, Trevor Powers, this is the last time you're going to be in studio with Dave. With Dave, That's yeah. That's right, because next week is my birthday. I do have an Amazon wish list for yes. anybody who wishes to look. He's turning 21, everyone. I know. It's the 21-er. 21 plus some experience. So I won't be here next week for Trevor's official last podcast. So this is my last time seeing him, hugging him, all those things. That's it's a like, lie. You think I'm not going to come say goodbye? <laughs> Well, this guy. On the mic. On the mic. This guy. We talked about this on Saturday. You're having a going away party. Well, I have to it's find. I have to find a place to host one. Oh, Turkish cheese is open. No, it is not. Turkish <laughs> <laughs> cheese is so not we're, open. We're gonna bring it. We're gonna bring it somewhere. Chuck E. Cheese would actually be really fun with a bunch of drunk, like our friends, just drunk at Chuck E. Cheese. Come on, laser tag, bro. I've never been to a casino except for a bodybuilding show. We should go to a casino and have... I think that's a terrible idea. Go to a casino just before I'm about to move across the country and blow all my money. That's a... Let's let's do it. Hell. Now, Trevor, for for those people just tuning in, uh, the first time, like, you know, hearing about you moving away, where are you moving away to and why? My fiance, Yana, and I are moving to Texas, and we are moving to Texas for a a lot of reasons. I don't know where to fucking start with all those reasons, but um, I mean, money. Majority of the reason is we we uh, opportunity and kind of getting out of our comfort zone a little bit and growing and growing a little bit. So that's that's majority. That's what life is about. Yeah, life is about growing. And uh, hey, speaking of growing, everything's bigger in Texas. So yeah. Trevor, I expect you to grow like those steers out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get on. Well, I'm gonna talk to some of the cattle drivers out there and see what what get, kind of stuff they're injecting good. the cattle with. Just get some hay. Yeah, I, I think. No. Nope. Get some steroids. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be a Texas Longhorn. Hey, this okay. guy. Cool. This guy. All right. <laughs> all, your, all your kids are going to be six foot one. You're just going to be eating probably barbecue. actually, <laughs> because they're going to be on that California diet. I mean, uh, Texas diet. Heck yeah, dude. So um, I'm I'm jealous of that that weather that Texas has. And our guest last week, Ari, you know, he's in Texas or not Texas. Freudian slip. He's in Florida, and right now it's raining in Oregon. Fortunately, it's not smoky like it was last Wednesday. Oof. And dude, it was this, starting. It was starting to get smoky before mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Yeah, it's starting to get smoky again because that that one fire yesterday, when I checked, it was at twenty five percent containment. Now it's probably out because it's <laughs> pouring. Thank it's God. been pouring all day. Jeez, and now my clients get calling sick. They're like, "Oh, too much smoke!" Like, I, I really hated that, and I, I think we're very fortunate to uh, 
have this weather be uh, very, uh, you know, very convenient. Dude, I didn't mind it, man. I, like, whatever the last day of the bad smoke was, everybody canceled, and I just went back to bed. <laughs> the first time you've slept in in months. It was great. It was great. Yeah, my life pretty much consists right now of about eight hours of personal training, six hours of schoolwork, and two hours of working out, and then six hours of sleep and whatever else in the middle. You know, and Josh, you're about like uh, a couple weeks deep into the um, the grad school program. Week four already, bro. Already? Four weeks, bro. Yeah. Damn. One month in. That's Week wild. Four. Yeah, it goes by quick. Wow. It does go back. Well, yeah. Has there been like an eye opener? Like, what have you like found out that like shocked you? As far as like the workload or the the way they instruct things. Um, well, the good news is I have a 4.0 still. Yes. So that's good. At 100 percent in all my classes. Um, Fucking overachiever. The uh, and and a six pack app. And he's still jacked. <laughs> he's still ripped. The basically, I don't know. Like grad school is like college for adults. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you don't get any you're like undergrad they expect 18 year olds to be able to do it like grad school you're supposed to have like you already got your undergrad so you're not a complete idiot and now they're like okay guess what we're not spoon feeding you anything you have to figure it out by yourself so yeah it's, a, it's grad school it's it's college for adults but well, the cool thing is oh, you can't retake quizzes you get to study what you want to study that's pretty cool yeah. I don't know how how do they grade that then so I'm taking biomechanics right now and then applied um, scientific research method analysis. It's like the longest word, longest named class I've ever taken. <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. Um, the biomechanics class, like I took biomechanics in my undergrad, so I thought it would be like that. And it was like really heavy, heavily physics-based in my undergrad. And then there was like a lot of sports performance stuff. But pretty much everyone in my cohort is either a – um, physical therapist, pre-physical therapy, or an athletic trainer, or trying to get a master's in athletic training. So, and the instructor is like a world-famous physical therapist. You can check him out on Instagram. His name's Adam Wolf. He's a, he's a dope dude. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. But let's do it. Um, yeah, it's they're like, it's not my wheelhouse. You know, it's kind of like two sides of a coin. Coin therapy and performance. Mm-hmm. My my kinesiology master's is in sports performance, but I'm taking this class of biomechanics and all the, everybody in my cohort is rehab. So I'm, I'm it being stretched, if that makes sense. I don't know the language, you're, I don't You're being know. expanded as far as like your knowledge and your um, terminology. Yeah, it's their wheelhouse. So they're speaking- You're out of your comfort zone. Out of my comfort zone. Yeah. They're speaking rehab, but I'm like, guys, it's not what I hey, do. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, bring it to my level, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, 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 Josh, you've always, been, you've always been like the type of uh, trainer like wanting to branch out. You really inspired me to get my, you know, certified strength coach special certification. So I've been putting, it, putting in an hour or so a day, you know, taking quizzes by my coach um, online. The CSCS. And, uh, the CSCS. So I want to take it next year. I know you can pass it because I studied for it while I was doing that stupid cut. And I really, the only time I could actually read anything and focus was when I was on the treadmill for an hour a day, mm-hmm. which I didn't actually read much. And then I studied the night before and passed it. So if you actually study, <laughs> I've been like <laughs> writing down all the, you know, all the, all the quiz notes, whatever questions I got wrong. I'm like, hey, why did I get it wrong? Yeah, with how over prepared, you're gonna get like mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I did not prepare properly because of the, uh, <laughs> because of the, uh, the whole cutting thing. 
Um, and I still passed easily. So, is it an easy test? No. No, no. You know your stuff. Like, say you're like a psychology major and you had never worked in the strength and conditioning field, it would kick your butt. That test mm-hmm. would kick your butt. Um, but you're just going to have an instincts and you're going to know intuitively some things that people in the, the outside of the field wouldn't. Um, some of the questions, I'm just like, dude, why are you why are you making this so ambiguous? Like, come on, be, don't beat around the bush here. Um, be a little more concise. <laughs> right. The, the, the questions are meant to make you like double think and, or overthink and. I mean, it goes back to, to what we do as yeah, trainers, I mean, man. I like quizzes like that. We are, we are problem solvers. Like we answer questions from our clients. We answer those questions. So like we have a lot of like there's a lot of gray areas, dude. So right. But yeah, I, I hate those questions. Those well, are always the worst. The CSCS tests is made so that you have to um, analyze the question and figure out the answer. It's not just memorize stuff and plug it in. Yeah, I've like looked through it. And you have to like sift through the question and look at keywords. Like I've missed a lot of questions just based on one word um, on these practice quizzes and tests that I'm taking. Like module one was like anatomy and physiology. I was like, okay, I got this. You know, mitochondria, the sarcoplasmic reticulum. But they switch like one word in the question. I'm just like, oh, I gotta really pay attention to detail. <laughs> right, right. It's... What about you, Dave? You're uh, you're starting some new stuff too. Yeah. I am. Uh, yesterday, I released my very first podcast for my, my company. So that was interesting. That was uh, plug it. That was kind of cool. It's uh, it's called Coaching for Leaders. Uh, it is a podcast to help people move uh, from corporate to freedom. Uh, is basically the premise of it because. There's a lot of unhappy executives out there who are in sales, who are in finance, who are in accounting, who want to live their life purpose, and I want to help you guys do that. Um, I'm really good at monetizing people's passion, and I'm really good at helping people find out what they want to do in life, find their life purpose. So the podcast is going to be built around that, and uh, so I have my new, uh, it's on It's on everything this one's on. I just copied it <laughs> when, I, when I did it. So uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all that. Right. And uh, so find it's called Coaching for Leaders. Now, it's funny, too, because there's another Coaching for Leaders, so I didn't know that. And the guy's name is Dave also. Yeah. That's so, wild. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really funny. So mine has the picture of the Phoenix the because that's my They're logo. Is the Phoenix. Use you guys. Maybe you guys should just team up. <laughs> That'd be cool. Dave, Dave, Dave on Dave yeah, episode. so it's Dave on Dave. There you go. But it's, uh, it was cool. It was fun. It was weird being in a room by yourself talking uh, for almost an hour. That was kind of weird, I have to say. I, it's so much easier here because there's four of us. We play off each other. And we really are, are good together. We have a lot of good chemistry. And so when you're alone, you're like, oh, shit, and is this interesting at all? And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I really like, I, when I listened to it afterwards, I was like, man, I cuss a lot. I didn't realize I cuss so much. You cuss yeah. a lot. Yeah, I so, do. <laughs> I like it. The, the, but that's who I am. So I guess like, I'm not going to filter anything. You're um, so real. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. seriously. I mean, you get, what you, you get what you get. And, and so that's the premise of the podcast. And I hope I can help people. And uh, I got some really nice comments yesterday. Um, and I got a client actually out of it. So just, awesome! Just from That's one, awesome. One session on the podcast, somebody called me and they want they want to meet up next week That's for a consultation. And I was like, holy crap! Bam! So, <laughs> I was happy. Bad. So thank you very well, much. You, you spoke a lot on um, you know being able to to relate to people working up the corporate ladder, and also just like telling people to love themselves. And you really portrayed your strengths. Like like you just like um, portrayed confidence. Like. I could hear it in your voice. Like, it was really well, well said. One of the biggest things I deal with a lot of people, and it, it's funny with fitness guys especially, every personal trainer I've ever worked with, 
always, it seems like we, we deal with self-confidence, self-esteem, um, because you're, you're so worried about what other people think about your body. You're so worried about uh, this post. I mean, I, I've known trainers who will not post because they feel, you, you know, that they don't look good. And again, you guys are like the top 1% on the planet most of the time. So for us average Joes, us, us blue collar guys out there, you know, when we see you guys post, we get inspired. So never... If you're a personal trainer and you're into fitness, if you're any kind of body type, post post your shit, man, because you're going to inspire somebody somewhere, and, and and that's that's what is the amazing thing. But having that self love to know that that you just have that confidence, uh, it's I was talking to somebody tonight. It's all about honoring yourself. It, it literally is. If you have, if you're not self respecting yourself, if you're not honoring yourself, then then you're you're not doing a, you're not doing a service to yourself. And and I truly believe that self love is the key to a lot of things. Speaking of uh, social media, have you guys seen that new Netflix? Um, everybody's talking social about dilemma? social dilemma. Yeah, I heard about it in my book. I have and, not uh, watched it, but my dad talked really about it. What's Melvin, it? Melvin it talked to talked to us about it. Social dilemma. I have not heard or seen it. Yeah, so I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna watch it pretty soon here. I don't I don't know. We Do like, have we, we haven't watched. Huh? Do you have like a synopsis without? Like, I have no idea what it's about. Honestly, I like they just said you should watch this. That's it. They never said like, oh, it's about this and this. It's like I, I've heard um, on various podcasts and like, from people who watched it that they were like, oh, I'm gonna cancel my my Instagram and my my Facebook. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of use that for you know for the podcast and for my personal page. Dude, I have a client that I train two or three times a week. That's like a very high Google executive and mm. he's considering quitting. Yo, because of because of that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It says here in the thing, I'm looking up on my phone, it says, does social, social media lead to depression? And oh. totally, 100%. I mean, well, you know yourself, yeah. Trevor. I mean, yeah, it got you, off of you that cut, shit. You cut off social media several months ago, mm-hmm. and for six weeks while you were in Texas, you were a changed person. Yeah, I felt, like, happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm, I'm on it so much less now. I mean, yeah. I still jump on it every once in a while, and it's, it's still annoying, but it's just right. like, I, I have to use it for yeah, we, for instance we, like this. Yeah, like, we use it for work. We, yeah, you know, for, for, that's a big thing for us. Like a lot of us use it for work. I use YouTube for client acquisition. Yeah, yeah. I use YouTube for like personal pleasure. I watch a lot. Of, like I look at my YouTube history and I'm like, man, I am not an adult. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, <laughs> so, I am a it's child. Okay. It's okay. I, just, I, I watch Dragon yeah. Ball Z all the time. Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> challenge everyone's gonna go to their youtube and they're gonna read the last three titles in their history of youtube channels right now right now three right now i will, oh, I will shit. go first here can i keep it pg i have no idea honestly it's <laughs> history go to your history so you to, bottom right corner library okay i have mark bell's power project podcast implementing habits for fat loss oh, now no. Are we going to history? Oh, no. I have uh, NBA, Nick show, undisputed, Chris Broussard criticizes Jamal Murray. And then I have NBA show, Nick Wright reacts to Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And then a Ben Polkowski podcast about, redu- about Matt winning, about reducing inflammation. That was four, actually. I overshared. <laughs> All right. Are we doing top three of our history or top three of our search? What you bar? actually just, the last three that you watched. Okay, so with this one... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's switch it up. So the first one is a Mountain Dog um, Exercise Index, which Shout I'm gonna, to John Meadows. John Meadows, which we're gonna do on the Blue Collar Fitness Podcast YouTube hey, John page. John Meadows here, blooping up another video for you. I know, right? And then Mark Smelly Bell. <laughs> hey, um, that's what I was in my. T- how one. I lost fifty pounds, physique transformation, and then let's switch it up here. Um, 
Van Halen full concert. It's about 13 minutes. Hey. Old <laughs> school rock article. and roll. Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Honorable mention is Dragon Ball Z. Oh, what is it? Ben Shapiro? No. Uh, why Why no officers were uh, directly charged for Breonna Taylor? And um, Louisville about to blow up. Um, and then uh, Forest Lake Council votes to disband their police. Well, it's good to do research and stay informed. Dave, what's your three? My three are... Um, uh, how to make in the coils, the Triskelion coils for an organite generator. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's that went over my head. An organite generator takes all of the, um, the damaging signals from cell towers mm. and absorbs it and turns it into to positive energy for the human body. So I'm starting to make those uh, because I think that it helps people a lot. Um, uh, radical thinkers, uh, Wilhelm Reichs, and then uh, Brene Brown's Power of Vulnerability TED Talk Seminar, which is probably one of the best TED Talks I think I've ever seen in my so life. There, there's a theme here. We're, we're all trying to learn new stuff, and we have a couple of different interests. And you know, whether it's fitness or building stuff or learning about what's going on in the world, I, I'm into I was, it. I was mostly just the NBA Finals. So. <laughs> <laughs> NBA Finals. What happened in this ESPN, last game, baby? Let's go. I think it sucks when you're, when you're working and you miss an NBA game. Like that's yeah. that's been me this whole week. <laughs> I I'll, just watch the highlights mostly. I know those are the best. Why do we learn so much? Like, what is about the four of us that we like to learn? Because I th I think that's one thing yeah. that brought us together. Is we, we it's fun to, to to have a thirst for knowledge. Like I think it, it, it you know like I've seen Josh do it, Trevor. Like we've all like um, learned more and being able to share it with people. Like you know like like in your podcast, you you shared so much from information. I actually found out a lot more about you, and like I think for me, learning new certifications and learning you know new mindsets and ways of thinking from podcasts helps me in my you know my relationship with my clients, my relationship with my girlfriend, with my family, and just do, being able to learn and like like do you that. do you find that you've gotten more out of self knowledge with stuff you've taught yourself or more in college? Uh, self knowledge. More that I taught myself. I, was, it, I would say 100%. Because I've gr grown more as a person, and I've been able to being able to apply that um, to just you know real life stuff. Because in college, I was barely an adult, dude. I was just going to lecture, and you know, just you know, it's just textbook stuff. Mm -hmm. How about you, Josh? Well, I uh, I don't have the best answer, but I uh, I've never been one to read horoscopes before, but somebody sent me my horoscope this morning and I was reading it let me see here if I can actually find what it was talking about it was basically isn't you know like January 25th shout out that's my birthday and it kept saying like basically like the main trait is like a seeker of knowledge and wisdom mm -hmm. and I was like hmm I I don't know if I believe in this horoscope stuff but I feel like that's spot on with you know who I am and and what I am about you know I I just the more I learn and the more I like the longer I'm on this globe I just realize the more I don't know and the more there is to learn and I I just have a hunger like a thirst to know more and and to try to um, to learn a little more I mean uh, I grew up and my dad was super into the book of Proverbs. <clears throat> and uh, I had to read Proverbs every single day. And if I did it every single day, he would like, you know, like 
go get like a burrito or something at the end of the month. I don't know. He just incentivized me to because it's like 31 chapters. And it doesn't take long. It takes like five minutes. And I'm like one of the things that stuck with me is uh, with all thy getting get wisdom, with all thy getting get understanding. It's like old English. But it like stuck with me like, you know, basically the chief thing, like you read that book, the chief thing is wisdom. And it's like ancient knowledge, ancient wisdom is basically the most prized thing that you can find on the planet is wisdom. And the, the writer of that book was King Solomon. He's supposed to be the wisest man that ever lived. That dude had 950 concubines. What that means is these were chicks that were living with him that weren't his wife. And he had over 300 wives. He had basically more money than you can ever get. He experienced, he was Dan Lazarian times 10,000, okay? <laughs> he, was the, he was the dude, okay? King Solomon was the dude. Um, he basically married every single king's daughter in the way, like of all the places around him. So he had like awesome networking skills. Everybody loved it. And he, you know, he was so smart, everybody would come to him to ask for wisdom on how to and how to apply it to their life. And, at, you know, he wrote that book apparently at the end of his life um, trying to pass it down. And it's, you know, it's been, it's timeless now. It's in, it's in the Bible. But, um, you know, at basically to some of that book, wisdom is the chief thing. Wisdom is the most important thing because if you don't find wisdom, you know, you can have all the money, you can have all the things, you can have all the talent, and it, you're just going to squander it. So I, I don't know. I I guess that stuck with me, and that's why I'm, I'm interested in it. It's funny. I was just going through my phone looking for something I wrote about a month ago um, because I was trying to figure out ways to market us and funny things to say about us because I think it's around the time I sent you guys, which Avenger are you? Mm-hmm. But I wrote down that um, because uh, I wrote down that I was the warrior of light. I put down that you were Voltron. Defender of the Universe. Defender of the Universe. Yeah, because that's literally who you are. I put you down as Lancelot because you are literally Lancelot. And you had just wrote down the seeker of truth because you literally are just, you're the seeker of truth, the seeker of knowledge. And it's so funny that you said that, but this was like a month ago I wrote this. I just found it. Who's Lancelot? Oh, Jesus Christ. The January 25th. have some research to do. January 25th, it says... Uh, earnest and sociable, these people are real truth and knowledge seekers who don't give up once started searching for something. And it's like the main trait it has there. So it's like, man, okay, that makes sense. I was born on January 25th, and that's just been me my whole life. You can talk to my parents. I was the silly kid just online researching stuff all the time. Just, you know, I would go to the, I would go to the, the, um, the library, and I was into dogs. My dad was like, you're not getting a dog. I was like, but I've read all these books about dogs. I'll be the best, I'll be the best dog, you know, Rick Trainer ever. He's like, if you read cover to cover every book in the library on dogs, you can get a dog. <laughs> Three months later, I had a dog. <laughs> I was okay. I was 10 years old. <laughs> I didn't understand most of it. I started using, I'm going to say this word. I started, I started saying bitch. Because in oh, one proverbs to, to dogs, like English. Yeah, and I was like, I was actually at church at a social event, and I was talking to this guy who was a professional dog breeder, and I was super like, blah blah blah, and I was just like talking about whatever, you know. He, you know, he he's been 
and I said that, and he just goes, puts his hand over my mouth. <laughs> the only and, like, time when proper when I did. Hey, can you tell him about this? <laughs> I was just a ten-year-old dude. I didn't know. <laughs> you, were, you were so in the learning stuff, and that, that's what you always did. Dude. Like a lot of it was fitness, and you know, like from an early age, like yeah. And then you it was, were, after dogs, it. it was fitness, dude. I, I like you, 13, YouTube. Yeah, thirteen. Books. I started learning about working out, and I just nerded. I've nerded out on working out ever since I was thirteen. So now, getting back to my question, where do you feel you've learned more from? Self-knowledge or college? I think the experiences that you have in college almost teach you more than the coursework itself. Mm -hmm. um, but the discipline it takes to apply yourself to get through the coursework and not get distracted by the outside world is so valuable. You can apply that to any job. So I wouldn't trade that for real world I, I think they go hand in hand. Yeah, I, I think both. I I think that it's great to go to college as much whenever you have the opportunity. Go to college, right. learn as much as you can, but continue the self knowledge because in the, all the time I've known you, you've been out of school, but you, you have been studying for something. I mean, you have so many certifications. I think there was one month you got like five certifications on different things. I mean, you're just continually learning. Mm. Um, and I, but I think we all all of us are. Yeah, there's a, there's a saying, uh, what knowledge or uh, education uh, makes you living, and self education makes you makes you uh, what wealthier. There's there's a bunch of different things that you can you can insert in there. It's like wealth or or powerful or whatever. And I, I feel like that self development is is literally you going out and finding yourself. Right, and that's where the wisdom comes in that he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, you going out and, and developing. It's like, oh, I really have a, an interest in this, and you just develop that just sure. right away. Like, you you have had, a, a, had an interest in fitness since you were 13 years old, and you've done so much self-knowledge based around just that passion. So I, I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like there's definitely a place for both. Yeah. If I could go back in time, though, I would go back and give that 13-year-old boy a book that says, How Cheerleading Can Hurt You. <laughs> that would have some wisdom. I was speaking of wisdom. I, I, I read the positive traits of the Aquarius. Let me tell you guys the negative ones. And I'm like, dang it, that's me. It says, uh -oh. one of the things that Aquarius needs to learn to do is to stop acting like they know it all. Because it only determines... Bro, why is that so perfect? <laughs> I know, it's right on, man. <laughs> Just because it only deters people away from David, I just become very <laughs> audacious and self-sufficient. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> rebellious. Blah blah blah. <laughs> They're detached. They're in their own little world. Yeah. Wow. Why is it so long? <laughs> Why is it so I'm, I'm I'm always telling you we need to evolve your sacral chakra. We have to turn on your emotions, and you're uh, like, no, no emotions, like emotions, Dave. Emotions. No emotions. Emotions are where your wisdom is going to come from. My, I told you this, I think, two weeks ago. My whole life, I have denied woo-woo, and it keeps on coming into my life. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Coming right into your sacral chakra. <laughs> Dave, Dave, what's, the, what's the, um, the general meaning of a sacral chakra? Like, why is it there, and what does it do? Well, well chakras are basically, your, it's like an energy life force. There's little points in your body where energy goes in and out of your body. The sacral chakra, it has to do with emotions. Um, it's right where your belly button is. And it just has to do with your emotions itself. So when it when it's it's spinning well, when it's it's not clogged up by pain and things like that, 
um, you're able to process emotions. If it's overactive, you're too emotional. If it's underactive, you're not emotional. Is that why my belly button hurts? <laughs> No, that would be because, an no, Josh, you got to clean it. Like <laughs> you have to, you have to clean it out, bro. I got one too. Yeah, it happened when I tore my hip labrum. Yeah, time. so, so, but sure. yeah, so that kind of stuff. But yeah, when you when you clear away that sacral chakra, you get to let those emotions in. The thing about emotions is people turn them off as a defense because they don't want to experience the pain. And so what I do is when I work with people and I find that they have these sacral chakra issues and things like that, I help them process the pain, bring out the emotion, and then I'm there to help them deal with it. Because a lot of times they shut off the emotion because they're not mentally prepared, they're not mature enough, they're not wise enough to handle these emotions. So then they partner with me, and I go in, and then we go through it together. And when you have somebody to lean on, somebody to cry with, somebody to have that shoulder on, when you're dealing with the pain from the past, that's how you fix all that. We always have somebody to lean on. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Somebody to And we just lean lost six on. listeners. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to the questions, everyone. Like, let's get to the meat of this podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's that song they play on? Uh, uh, it's Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. The, the theme you got a toy. friend. You got a friend. <laughs> Got a friend. In hey. Anyways, <laughs> all right. We just lost this is not a singing <laughs> podcast, apparently. <laughs> we do that later. All right, hey everyone, pull up your questions that you got. If you got any, yeah, I got I got two here. You got two. I got one. All right, all right, all right. Or I, actually, it's one in a. It's a few inside of one. I got one. one person. I have a very interesting one. I'm okay, you go first. Read it word for word. A question for the whole room. As far as dieting goes. Is it important to get proper volume and macros? But is it but it is by no means cheap to do this right. I personally have come into a lot of issues with food waste. For instance, when I'm done drinking my mozzarella, there's a weird ball left behind, and I end up throwing it out. Have any of you struggled with this meal prepper dieting in this way? Love the podcast, keep oh, it up, proud of you. I get what that is. He's not serious. Who is this? <laughs> who who the hell is this clown? This is Ryan uh, He says, yeah. make sure to just slide past the fact that I mentioned drinking cheese juice and turn it into a serious conversation about bulking and cutting on a budget. Well, cheese juice is way, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, bulking and cutting on a budget. Um, I would say. It's possible. It's all possible. of us are pretty experienced with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Milk and peanut butter. A lot of egg whites. Peanut butter is an amazing bowl. Peanut butter is incredible. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Calorically May I dense. ask you what takes small Food. mammals, small feeble mammals, to large, less feeble mammals? Milk. Put a, put a bit of milk, milk. in there. Right. Oh. Yeah. I was gonna whole say, milk. I was going to say pizza, but if, that's if why you're, I'm If your body can handle it, whole milk, definitely. No, not lactose intolerant. Yeah. Now, Josh, is that, is that because of its you know content of carbs and protein and fat? So it has growth factors in it. Um, that too. Yeah, it grows a, a calf to a cow. Right. Right, exactly. So, you know, and it grows small humans to large humans. It's got a ton of sugar, a ton of carbs, a ton of fat, and some protein. Like, I mean, look at weight. Look at most of whey protein. Or most of proteins mm-hmm. come from come from milk. They're, they're, they're high, milk derivatives. Yeah. High quality protein. Right? Yeah. I think all of us experienced, um, you know, have a little milk in our our first bulks i think we, we we all started with dirty bulks but milk was a huge component i mean in shakes right i put on so much mass if you have ancestry from like asia or 
Africa, maybe not the best idea for you. You could get, or maybe you can get like lactose-free milk. Yeah, lactose. Yeah, or yeah. Or you can find other options. Like, like um, flax milk has some protein in it. You um, another. So yeah, goat goat milk. Goat milk. Mm. If you if you hear that, goat milk is actually really goat. good because goat milk doesn't have lactose in it. Right. So and it has it has similar growth factors uh, to but a lot of people just don't like the taste. Now is is milk only good for bulking or is it good for recovery too? Because I've I've heard in the past that you should drink chocolate milk after you work out really hard for recovery. Is that a falsehood? Not if you're overweight. Yeah, that's definitely. If, you, if you're an 18 year old, you're done with like you know a, a workout during football season or whatever. Exactly. That the age and what you're doing depends. And if they're a young kid getting into shape. Those calories help a lot with recovery. Okay. Right. And, you know, like we talked about on the cutting, you know, how to get freaking shredded podcast. We talked about low calorie dense foods. When you are trying to put weight on, you want to go for high, high calorie dense foods. But here's the thing. A lot of people, when they go for high, like calorically high dense foods, they go for garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Garbage is going to clog you up. Yep. And then you're not – you can't digest it, and then you can't get the more And then there's in. no point. There's right. no point. If you, yeah, if your body, so, if your so body can't like, process it. What are it. like five good foods that are high – Steak. Steak, okay. Steak. 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 So, yeah. no, with the fat or without the fat? Red meats with, with the fat. Okay. Yeah. Nut, nut butter in general. Nut butter. <laughs> nut butter. <laughs> I'm a big fan of nut butter. Oh, God. I always loved ground beef and rice when I was cooking why we gotta say this yeah. <laughs> like that? Anyways, moving right along. Thanks for listening today. Um, God, I was gonna say no. She's just dying. She's just laughing. What about a carb source, guys? Um, rice, rice and potatoes. White rice rice and potatoes. Yeah, rice and potatoes. Not sweet potatoes. White potatoes, right? You can do sweet. Sweet potatoes are good too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More, That's three. Uh, this is a great, nutri- great carb more, source. More nutrients in those. What about fruit? Is fruit good for bulking or no? That's great, mm-hmm. especially post workout. Yeah. Pre workout, get some sugar, some fructose. Post workout, or actually, if you're if you're kind of if you're trying to get bigger, even before bed and stuff. Okay. I mean, your your body uses like before if you eat before you're sleeping and you're trying to trying to gain weight, like your body's going to process that pretty well. Okay, cool. Especially so, if you're working out consistently. So that's four. Now one more. I would say eggs. Eggs. Ooh. Oh yeah, those eggs are eggs, eggs okay. come in clutch, especially if you They're boil them. Yeah, if you have a bunch of so much fat, well, so it's, it's, good for, it's good for um, you know for um, I would say you know those omegas. Um, it can help boost your hormones and the cholesterol in it can help help with testosterone production too. I, I go I go to exactly. Costco and buy that flat of boiled eggs already. There's like two to a pack. It's amazing. Yeah. Because I incredible. hate boiling eggs. I always underdo it, overdo oh, it. Oh, it's a pain in I the ass. I hate standing over the sink, cracking them all. This is like nine bucks. You get two two dozen, I think, yeah. or maybe three dozen, something yeah. like that. It's great. I didn't know they had yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So I highly if recommend we're going it. to Costco tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. when people tell me they can't eat enough food, I just shake my head. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, here's, there's, there's one thing where there's a limit. Like my roommate... He has to put on Screamo and psych himself up and start sweating when he sees food because he's actually eating 1,100 grams of carbs every day. <laughs> um, that's another level, and I, I don't blame him for saying he can't eat enough because it's really hard for his digestive system mm-hmm. to keep up with his muscle growth because mm-hmm. he's insane. Um, he's massive. He's massive. Right? <laughs> he's, he's huge. Massive. He's 270 and five foot eight. That's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. He's under 12% body fat, like what the actual... Um, 
So that's that's an extreme. But when you come to me and you're 160 pounds and you say, oh, I can't eat enough. No, it's called being lazy and or yeah. or a combination of lazy. And you just don't have the mental fortitude for it. You gotta if you if you really want to gain weight, then you're gonna find it in yourself to eat that food because that there there's no way around it. If you if you're not eating enough, you're not gonna get bigger. No way. See what you yeah. Did there. Protein. <laughs> there's no way you just said that. <laughs> so going back to the cutting thing, um, one of the things I did in college. I would have Chipotle once a week, and other than that, for about a year and a half, I would go to the store and I would buy the like eighty cent loaves of bread, and there's your carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best carbs, but I mean, right, it gets the job done. Gets the job done, and then I would get the largest thing of peanut butter I could find. Usually, I go to Winco and I grind it myself. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper that way. Um, Wait, see how I did there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I would get another whole, one. Whole milk. And my parents, I would ask um, them when they went to Costco to grab me the biggest bag of protein they could find. Mm-hmm. And they would hook me up. Thank yes, you, Mom please. and Dad, for doing that. That was awesome. Um, so basically, I lived off of about 10 bucks a week on food plus the $8 for Chipotle. Yeah. Now, I went to Chipotle. Game changer. They don't do this anymore. This is back oh, in the day. Oh, oh, oh I know where you. I know where you're going. This was yeah. the game changer. Yeah. So basically, I would ask for four tortillas and you'd layer them. It's like three inches Ooh. apart. So you basically have like small baby size burrito. Actually, a big baby size burrito. <laughs> We're talking enough calories to, to bulk. Yeah, they, they charge extra for this now. At most of them. At most. Most Chipotle. Yeah, so, so we had extra. friends that worked at Chipotle. I don't know if it was because we were friends with them or just because they didn't have rules against it. But basically, you get as much rice and beans as you want it. So you just fill that thing up with like five cups of rice and five cups of beans. And then you could put as much cheese on it as you want. So probably two cups of cheese. And then you get four ounces of chicken. That's <laughs> our so, so thing, though. And then probably two cups of uh, pico de gallo, some lettuce, whatever. And then you had enough food for the whole day on eight bucks. Like literally enough food yeah. for the whole day. Yeah. It was basically five burritos. Wow. Yeah, another another Milk hack bread. that uh, some Chipotle's charge extra for this one too is the quesarito. The quesarito is where you you they order charge four dollars extra now. Some of them at oh. some some uh, Chipotle's. Dude, I really want the ones that. that don't know about it. Oh my gosh, you you hit a gold mine if you find one of those. But yeah, <laughs> you you get a quesadilla. You have them open it up. It's all cheesy right and now. melted. I'm so fucking hungry right now. But anyways, it's all cheesy and melted, and then you start putting all your 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 like burrito mixings in there, and then they wrap it up, and it's it's just fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. And then you and your restroom have a wonderful relationship. <laughs> Dude, I never had a problem with with uh, Chipotle, like ever. You should not be around a girlfriend. Never had a problem with uh, Chipotle in the restroom. That was never a. Uh, that was never a uh, what stereotype for me. See, my freshman year never had that problem having a girlfriend, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, oh, you got you got more questions? Who's next on questions? Oh, I do have one more question. Okay, you go, go ahead. Um, dun, dun, dun. I think, it, I think it ties right into this, so it's actually a nice segue. Okay, yeah, I, I kind of got one that, okay, that's one from, sim- uh, similar. Elias Lundgren. Hopefully I didn't ruin that there for you, dude. Um, let's see here. Hey, bro. You guys give me a lot of inspiration and motivation. 
you're where I want to see myself in a few years since as a kid I've always been skinny and I struggle gaining weight and muscle mass. Here's to being our best versions of ourselves. Um, used to fluctuate between 130 and 140, now I'm 22, I can't get past 155, my goal is 180. It's cool to see where you guys are now. Um, I don't know if you're, okay, personal. Let's see here. Basically, he wants to get to 180. He wants to be jacked and tan, lean and mean. Mm -hmm. uh, fighting machine. Um, what advice do you have for this kid? Uh, hit up uh, Ari. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, definitely definitely start. Um, here's, a, here's a picture of our 22-year-old stud here. Start monitoring hey. your diet. Start tracking your diet. See what you're eating, and see see where you can make some some improvements. Like if you're if you're working out consistently, then you're gonna need to bump up your protein and bump up your carbohydrates, especially if you're trying to gain weight. Looks like looks like he's lifting. Good. Looks like he's lifting here from Good. his profile. Did, did he uh, send you his program? Or he did doing? not. I, I would recommend that he gets on the Blue Collar Fitness app and uh, starts getting programming through us. Um, also, like exactly what Trevor said when it comes to your intake, how many times have you had a client come to you and say, I can't get any bigger? And you say, well, how much are you eating? They say, a lot. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like when uh, somebody's fat and they come to you and you say, how much are you eating? Like, they're not a lot. It's, it's not. <laughs> you don't here, know. They don't here's know. The thing. Here's the thing. If your body has too much adipose tissue, you're eating too much. If your body is not big enough, you're not eating enough. Simple. Doesn't matter what the exact number is. What matters is it needs to be more or it needs to be less. So when you are doing your, uh, you're, you're trying to bulk up, you need to figure out where you're at and then consistently eat more than you did the day before. And here's the thing, a pound of tissue is 3,500 calories, okay? Gaining a pound a week is kind of ridiculous. All you need is 250 calories extra to gain half a pound a week, right? That's like a granola bar extra, okay, above maintenance. Now, here's the thing. Most people have like a set maintenance point. Um, if, if you hit a plateau, a lot of times you can add like 500 calories and some guys' weight won't change. Their body just goes and eats it up. So you might have to bump it up 800 calories or 900, right? But the average person is not going to. The average person can grow um, on 250 extra calories a day. So if you are eating consistently 2,200 calories, you know, bump it up to 2,450. See where you're at. You know, ideally you start gaining half a pound a week, right? If you're consistently eating much. And go back, listen to our podcast on cutting, and you'll learn how to work with my fitness pal. We went over that, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we did. Yeah, we did. A yeah. lot. So yeah. what was that episode thirteen? Well, uh, what what was the name of that one? How to, how to top get... ten tips to get effing lean. Effing lean. Right. There you go. Episode thirteen. Yes. Friday the thirteenth. So <laughs> quick, uh, quick overview. Download. You can download an app like My Fitness Pal, the Carbon app, different ones, um, and just start tracking the food. Like, there's here's the thing. A lot of my clients get tripped up with is. My Fitness Pal keeps giving you all these like features, and they're trying to sell you stuff. They're trying to get you to buy premium. They're trying to tell you how much to actually eat. Who cares about all that stuff? No, just track your shit in there. Right, that's all it is. That's it's a it. free app to see how much you're actually eating. Yeah, you can and, scan. And it, it's you can really scan good. Everything. Yeah, the scanning is amazing for stuff. It has a great library of already. Absolutely. 
it's it, that's the coolest part is is the restaurants in there i mean it's awesome. everything you're going to eat is already in the library yeah so what would you recommend for him would you recommend for him to to track his food for a week and then see what his base is as far as calories i would recommend that he tracks his food for at least three or four days preferably the a weekend and some weekdays in there not like the middle of the week when maybe his most people's diet changes on the weekend and see what his mean is you know if it's 1,700, 2,200, 3,000. Take the mean of the f- three to four days and then um, bump that up by two, 300 calories and consistently eat that much. If after two weeks you haven't gained any weight, bump it up another two or 300 calories. Guess what? If you eat, keep doing that, you will eventually gain weight. I promise you. Now, here's the thing it's not going to be quality weight if you're not doing resistance training. Exactly. You need to be lifting big compound lifts at least three times a week preferably four or five especially if you're 22 your testosterone's through the roof you know let's put some size on man bench presses squats deadlifts rows all that good stuff those compound lifts are going to be you know building all the major muscle groups and if he's not doing that i recommend man start doing those right uh do you you have a question are you going to read uh austin's do you have one uh, no no i'm good I've got one. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Okay. So on the Blue Collar Fitness Podcast Facebook questionnaire, we have a question from Mr. Austin Crumbly. Anybody that you guys know him? Yeah. I do. It's a, the whole reason why I'm a cheerleader. Well, was a cheerleader. Why I got into cheerleading. The only reason why we're friends. I'm just kidding. That's not the only reason. <laughs> but. We probably wouldn't have. We probably Austin, wouldn't be friends. Probably. Austin connected you to cheerleading for Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. So his question, how does the average man working a 40-hour job lose weight and gain muscle without a gym due to COVID? And what are, your benef- what are the benefits of dehydrogen monoxide? So let's start with that question. Hydrogen monoxide? Dihydrogen monoxide. Dihydrogen monoxide. Isn't that water? Uh, yeah. Pretty sure dihydrogen. Oh, H two O. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that out. that's what water is. Dihydrogen sure. monoxide. So, how does the average man working a forty-hour job lose weight? So he wants to lose weight, probably body fat, and gain muscle without a gym. So, what do you guys think? He's at home. He's working out. He's working a lot. It sounds like personally, forty hours a week is nothing. Like you have so much time. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Of and time. I always say that because I work ninety. And you're, you're. I mean, you're probably. So let's, let's take a, a couple steps back here because we're going right for the jugular. So take a look at how much time you actually have. Um, and what, what is, how many hours are in a week? Anybody know here? 24 times 7. Math. 24 times 7? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be 140 plus 28, so 168. 168. You have 168 hours, and 40 of those are going to your job. 40 of 168. And then how many are you sleeping? You're probably sleeping. Five. You're probably sleeping an additional 40 hours a week. Probably. So that that leaves you uh, 168 minus minus 80. 80. 88 hours. Yes. You have that many hours to do everything all you need is three hours a week yes have an awesome body and so with with diet i mean diet's going to be something that you can manage i mean COVID's not really 
like you, you can't make you can't make an excuse when it when it comes to when it comes to COVID. You can't make an excuse about diet because you have ample time because most of most places are shut down. Right. You have you have tons of time to research to research uh, recipes and find He's find what's have good. He's going to home to to cook his own food, control what it, what you know what's in the food, and mm-hmm. you know make some and good gu- some and, good. Meat and guys meat. enjoy grilling, so get a, get a small grill or use yeah, the oven. Barbecue, yeah. shish kebabs, Broil baby. It. Oh yeah, shish kebabs are so yeah. good. Shish kebabs, some Come marinated on. chicken. Ooh. Oh yeah, how's the beef? Some like. Chicken, chicken uh, tiki masala. Chicken titties. Ooh, tiki masala. Chicken yeah, titties, some good baby. stuff. So um, three, three hours a week, do we split that up into three one-hour sessions? Well, or? well, that's a three, the three hours without a gym. So, again, body weight exercises at home. So here's, here's a game changer. Um, so a lot of times the bands on Amazon are like 80 bucks for the full pack. I saw Mark Lobliner on tigerfitness.com bought a bunch wholesale from China and is selling them at cost. Um, so he's selling them for like $39.99 for the full band pack, um, which is pretty dang good for the yeah. the level of band you're getting. And here's the thing. You can put together a badass program with just with bands. bands. yeah. And here's the thing. You we can go, my, what I would do if you're not trying to buy a program is go on John Meadows, the Mountain Dog Training um, YouTube. He put probably... 40 videos up over quarantine of band training workouts. It there's 40 days of workouts right there. His excellent videos. Boom. The guys the guys a programming genius. He does programming for the best athletes and bodybuilders on in the the world and he's doing free home workouts for you. Yeah, but if you do want to buy a program, you can <laughs> uh, hit us up and then we can hook, hook it up through the uh, Blue Collar Fitness, Fitness app. app. And then yeah. you don't have to Look at look up the videos. It's all customized just for yeah, you. Yeah, the, the the thing with us is we customize all of our programs. We don't do cookie cutter. That's not who we are. So we will figure out what your body type is, what your lifestyle is, what your what your nutrition level is, and we build your program around that. You can't, you know, I, I respect that he made forty videos, but that's a, just a general for a body type. The thing with us is we get to know you and we build a program for you. Especially if you have any injuries or like orthopedic problems. Yes, a, a customized program is going to be paramount for you. Because you're going to need something that works for you. And if you try and do some generic program, you might hurt yourself or um, not be able to complete it. So customized program, if you have any injuries, is, is the way to go. Uh, Austin also had some uh, some pretty good tips uh, for some for some uh, future episodes. Give us advice. Yeah. Like, I, I think that this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Chocolate milk machine in the studio. <laughs> no. That's not his idea. No, that's not it at all. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm just very disappointed. Boy. He wants he wants us to bring on in studio the Playboy girls. Why how would Skating. that help us at all? <laughs> it would help. It'd be great. It would it would uh, Anywho, bump up anyways, 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 anyways. <laughs> He says, uh, what are your thoughts on interviewing different careers to see what the lifestyle is and how you can better that lifestyle based on their average day? Like interviewing a nurse and like asking her about her day and like and like maybe asking like, oh, okay, so you, you work 12 hours or you work 10 hours, a 10-hour shift, four tens. That's, that's a pretty, pretty average nurse shift. So then you have how many four tens? 
you have three extra days pretty much all to, all to yourself. To get jacked and tan, baby, yeah. let's go. Yeah, it's like in, in for instance, uh, what what other career types could we... Uh, you talked about carpenters, which is pretty blue-collar. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that job or... that job alone is... is re- what, strippers? I didn't say that. What the hell strippers. is up with this guy? <laughs> He's, He's taking a lot of testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> strippers in, in Playboy. So go back to, psycholo- go back to psychology, that's a Freudian slip. Yeah, I, I think that that's a that's a pretty good idea. That's uh, maybe we'll have a series of uh, of a few episodes where we, where we bring on people that are interested in in maybe bettering their fitness mm-hmm. fitness journeys and uh, and ask them how their how their routines are and how we can help yeah, them. You, you, you know what's funny? And this is the other day. Is I had a guy who he owns a fence company, mm-hmm. um, so he's physical all day, all the time. So he came to do something at a gym. And he was surrounded by nine muscle guys, and he outworked, out, outdid everything. The total blue collar that is our target. The, I mean, these muscle guys were sweating. They were stopping. They were taking breaks. They were like, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom," um, you know. And, and he just literally was piling stuff on his back, carrying this heavy seen. stuff. And it was amazing the difference. So when he left, he's like, "What the fuck is it with these gym muscle guys? Why are they such pussies?" You know, and it was hysterical it's, because he's not built. He, it's but, completely but different. It's completely bougie different. Bougie it's, body, yeah. Bougie <laughs> so that's that's a yeah. So I've seen a lot of construction workers in the gym, and I I know because I used to be a, a a building inspector, and I would see these guys that I inspected their buildings, and sure they they work out hard in the gym, but the thing is. The, the muscle heads, quote-unquote muscle heads, are targeting things, mm-hmm. are specifically working out things that, like, they need to work out. So, it, it, yeah, sure, they're taking breaks, but there's there's a method to the madness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's, there's always something going – it's like they didn't build that body. Like, he has a very different body type, and it's like he has a very endurance-based body. And these guys... You have a bunch of fast twitch muscles yeah. that require like 5,000 calories a day to maintain and take a nap, you know, and then you go, <laughs> yeah. you know, if a lot of these guys, you know, they're injecting stuff, you know, every three hours to main as well, you're not going to be able to go keep up on a job site. No, it's like, it's it's completely different. It's a completely different lifestyle. It's called specificity. <laughs> and and it, you can't compare the two. And what is the longest People love comparing... Workout? The people love comparing. 60 minutes. Okay, 75 minutes. My dad has has said that shit his whole has life. He? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my dad's my dad, in construction. My dad makes my dad makes has always made fun of muscle guys because, you know, he grew up on a farm, you know, and like there would all you know he was always fit, you know, he like ran and did push ups and stuff. But um they would have like the football team come on to try to like, you know, do some hay and he'd just run in circles around him laughing. And I experienced the same thing, like you know, I grew up on a farm. They're not trained for that. Right, they're not trained for that. They're, what's the longest football play? Like six seconds. Six seconds. They're supposed to be, you would get wrecked if you went and tried to do their thing, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you wouldn't survive. Like you there. said earlier, specificity. Specific. <laughs> right, so like, Words. It's, it's like a lot of, you know, skinny guys that are really good at working all day will make fun of guys that have a lot of muscle. But it's like, dude, muscle's expensive, man. And it, you can be really explosive or for a little short amount of time, and then you got to go eat some food and drink some water and rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally different. Like, look at the difference. Here's, here's a perfect example. Look at a 100-meter sprinter and look at a marathon runner. Yeah, if you were to switch them. Completely different physique. It is 
it is you're going to be you're not going to be surprised. You're not going to be surprised at the outcome. The, if you, the marathon if you, runner is going to get blown off the line. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the hundred meter sprinter is going to make it like a mile, and then he's going to pull a hamstring. Yes. <laughs> so it's just it's just how these how these people's bodies are made. It's like obviously they're not and they're not even on the same program as this dude. Like they're not working out the same. So so, so the the most interesting that I'm hearing out of this conversation is that the three of you understand this and you understand all different body types. So if you're looking for a trainer, this is what I'm talking about. This is what blue collar is. We understand the different body types. We understand the different athletics. We understand the different ways that a body functions. So that's why trying to use us for a program rather than going to some generic thing offline will help you the most because of what you just heard, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Dave, thanks for... Plug, plug, plug city over here. It's true. Literally, yeah. the, the amount of what you guys just said it's the exact truth, and that's why we built this. Because people are they keep doing the cookie cutter shit. They keep giving the same program to the same people. What you guys just Everyone's said, different. yeah. What you guys yeah. just said is you you completely understand the differences of body types, of, of lifestyles, of, of what things are, of what your target is. I'm coming to you to be trained because of this. So you guys literally just describe what blue collar. It's so is. funny as you were as you were saying that question. Josh and I looked at each other, just rolled our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a method to my madness, yeah. son. <laughs> I've been on both sides. You know, I've thrown hay my whole life, and I would be, you know, 170 pounds just throwing hay, you know, 100 pound hay bales all day. You know, and then like, I, you know, I'm like the main one helping like prep the fields and all that stuff, and you know, then we bring in the football team. And I'm laughing at these guys because they can work for like 30 minutes. And they're just like, <gasps> and I'm just like, chuck another one, chuck another one, chuck another You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. Oh, do it like this. You know, and then you look, here's the thing. I look like I'm some superhuman, but it's because I've been doing it since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. And I'm like 17, right? <laughs> this kid's never done it before. I try to go out and play football. I would get killed, right? Specificity. Completely different mechanics. Yep. Very different. But but Dave, props to your, uh, your your guy who's the fence builder. He... Oh, that didn't happen. I was just bringing the question. Oh, you made that oh, up? Yeah. I wanted to see your oh. reaction. Oh. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> but, but I totally, I totally agree with, with what Dave said. I, about I, I knew the answer that you guys are getting because I, I, I know I you. Think Trevor's got the rock look on his face right now. <laughs> oh, the smolder. You smell. You, what? <laughs> you smell what Trevor's cooking. <laughs> Spill the rocks cooking. That that is a good question though. That is yeah. a good question. Do we have any other questions, boys? Question Babe, is. Do you have any questions? Dave, no, what's okay. the meaning? What's she the doesn't like being put dinner. on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, real quick, what's the meaning behind the um? What does the Phoenix mean to you as far as like on your on the coaching for leaders podcast? The Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix is my logo for my company um, because it's all about rebirth. Um, you know, rising from the ashes. Dave um, Ship. There consultant. has been. There has been so many times in my life where I have failed. There has been so many times in my life where I have been knocked to my knees um, from circumstances, from bad choices I've made versus outside influences. Um, but I always pick myself up and I always keep going. And I'm, I, I'm a different person now that I was six months ago. I'm a different person now that I was six years ago. I mean, I just keep evolving, keep changing. Um, and so for me, the Phoenix has a lot of symbolism uh, because of that, because I feel that everybody has that. Everybody gets knocked down. Everybody gets the gut punched at certain times everybody makes horrible decisions but we just pick ourselves up we rise up we find our grit we find our truth and we just move forward grit so for me the phoenix is very symbolic and it's very symbolic of, of your podcast and you know grit is what we're all about here 
and uh, we're all about you know doing that and learning new things. And mm -hmm. I think we're gonna we're gonna learn some new things next week. Josh, you wanna give us our the guests of next week? Absolutely. Who do we got? So I'm actually pulling up his Instagram right here so that I don't mess up his <laughs> name like I usually do. Oh, He's so go. good with names. So good. Oh, so this Not podcast is going to be next week on the 30th. Dr. Drew Timmermans, an insanely passionate person, uh, insanely passionate about helping you resolve pain using non-surgical regenerative uh, methods. So this guy's great. Um, I was actually, it's a really small world. I messaged this guy, um, seeing if he would come on the podcast, because I really enjoyed his social media presence uh, like a month ago. And then I go in for my consultation with, to get my stem cells, and uh, the guy mentioned Dr. Drew Timmermans. He was just working with him last week. I was like, wait a second. I just, he's coming on my podcast next week. And I was like, or two weeks from now. He's like, wow. no way, small world. So um, he's like, yeah, you're it. That's a great guy to have on the podcast. He knows what he's doing. Um, so to hear that from the guy who's... His is a regenerative performance? Regenerative, yeah, regenerative performance. So, um, yeah, check out his YouTube. You learn a lot from his YouTube. Ooh, so. he's got some uh, BPC-157 on here. Yeah. And then this is some good stuff. And then October 7th, Connor was able to snag an incredible guest for us. We're, Connor? we're not going to... Should That's we... Yeah, we're going to... I think we, we should leave that, that one a you secret. You want to see the secret? Yes. I think we're we're going to announce okay. it later. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, October 7th. Uh, October 7th is huge, guys. Huge, huge, huge. Post so up basically like a masked figure for that. <laughs> yeah. And then when it, when it drops, guys, you're in for a great surprise. And uh, we, we, we've worked really hard for this. We got the blue collar mindset. We're bringing in some great guests, so it's yeah. gonna be really exciting. This is this is gonna be a game changer for us. Also, next week he's wondering if we can do 5:30 p.m. Can you guys do that? Yes. Well, we can talk about that all there. It's perfect. Us. No personal information on the air. We can make it happen. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody. We're Thanks sure. for listening. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Thank y'all. We're out. Ooh.